Brian Powell of I Run Far here with Patty O'Leary and uh, Dylan Bowman before the 2017 TNF50. How are you guys? Good, good. We've got some fresh Irish weather outside, so I'm pretty pumped about that. Yeah, yeah. it's miserable. It is quite miserable out there this morning. It wouldn't be a proper North Face 50 mile week without at least one day of torrential downpour. Yeah. So. I don't think we've heard of any landslides or m massive tree falls or anything like in some of the past years yet. Knock on wood. Not yet. Cool. Well, Patty, welcome to your first Iron Far interview. Cheers. This is great. I'm really excited to be sharing it with you both. Yeah. Excellent. The nerves are kicking in. No, just well, that's just the coffee. All right. That's the coffee. <laughs> Actually, only tea. The Irish, we only really drink tea. Yeah. So, so anyway, obviously, Brian and I know you well, yeah. but uh, since this is your first interview, why don't you give us a little bit of an introduction about who you are, where you're from. Okay. I'm Paddy O'Leary. I'm an Irish fellow that moved here to San Francisco four years ago. Grew up on a dairy farm back in the southeast of Ireland. Uh, wasn't much of a runner back in the day. My father was actually, Pat was kind of a pillar of the local running community. I was the youngest of five and I never, I did a bit of cross country as a kid, but really preferred the team sports and stuff like that. So I did a lot of like Gaelic games, hurling and football and into college I played lacrosse. And yeah, lax bros. Did you play? No. <laughs> and, and then university, I played lacrosse, but then I moved over here for a work opportunity back four years ago and kind of found my way into this trail running community and started doing my first ultras two, three years ago and found myself here at this table right now. Cool. So obviously, you're also part of the uh, November Project yeah. crew. And uh, was that sort of your introduction into trail, trail running through? Yeah, so, well, kind of like this, the few months before I moved over here back in 2013, I remember I did a couple of like 5K and 10K charity races back in Ireland and it, one work colleague who was into the mountain running. So I did one or two 5K and 10K mountain running races and I loved it. Like I'd running in road shoes fell all over the place. It was great. But that was kind of the first little spark. But then moved over here and I fell into this November Project uh, workout group and they, we started doing a lot of the endurance challenge races here with TNF. But I was still convinced I was a lacrosse player at the time. I was training for the World Lacrosse Championships You're in Denver in 2014. Too, I was coaching yeah. a bit. And I didn't want to lose my fast twitch muscle, yeah. so I refused to run beyond six miles. But then uh, into 2015, we started doing uh, more racing with, with November Project and then started getting involved in the SFRC running community. And uh, yeah, I started to push myself to longer distances and whatnot and try my first half marathon, first marathon and the likes. And that was like in early 2015, so it's kind of been a manic progression in the midst of all that. Yeah, because you went straight on to running well at uh, TNF 50 that year. Yes, yeah, so kind of my progression that year, I did my first, uh, like 30, I think my first, I think over Christmas I decided, fuck, can I curse? <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it, I want to do my first uh, first marathon and uh, I went to have and did a 30K in January and uh, beat Varner's record on that first race. <laughs> and uh, But um, I started, uh, got, connected with Matt Lay, who's, um, who's been my coach the last two and a half years, and he kind of helped me start planning through some longer races, so I signed up for the Oakland Marathon. That March did pretty well in that. Did my first 50K at Tahoe Rim in July, uh, the 50K National Championships in August here in Marin, and then first 50 mile at December, and that went pretty well. I finished, I think, 13th that first year. Yeah. And, uh, but been trying, progressing up there since then. And then, uh, yeah, you did progress. I mean, last year you uh, moved up to ninth. Yeah, with a good uh, yeah, so like a twenty-minute increase. Um, I had a bit of an implosion in the middle of it. I was hoping for like a sub six thirty, and in around fifth place, I want to be up there closer to Jorge Maravilla. And uh, <laughs> uh, but had a little bit of implosion uh, throughout the Dipsy and Muir, but then pulled it back in later on. 
and I fought back up to ninth, which is good. So keep that upper progression, ninth, thirteen ninth, maybe fifth this year, and then first next year, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah ambitious. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about your season this year. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, you started with a solid run at Way Too Cool, then you yeah. had a couple tough days at Transvolcania yeah. and uh, Broken Arrow yeah. before another solid day at, at CCC. Yeah. How do you feel about your season? How do you think it's helped you build up towards this race yeah. to finish it so off? So I think the progression, like last year, I was doing a lot of kind of local uh, US races and had good success with a couple of top fives, top tens. This year I really wanted to set my pedestal higher to aim for the international races to compete against the best of the best. Um, way too cool, I had a good first performance and I had a good, uh, I also have done Boston Marathon the last two years, so I had a good uh, 2.30 at Boston this year, about three or four weeks out of, um, of Transvolcania, because that would be a good tempo mm -hmm. run for that as well. But then, uh, traditionally my race approach has been to be more conservative early on and um, try to chase the race and catch up throughout the race. I kind of much prefer chasing to be ch being chased, but uh, Transvolcania I went for it early, so it was like sitting where I wanted to be in top like seven or eight over uh, by the time we got to El Pilar, and then into the second climb, running on with Jason Schlarb. But um, yeah, I had like probably one of my, I suppose my first real true proper bonk, where my legs just could not go, and I dropped down to uh, I just couldn't tackle that second five thousand foot climb, so dropped back to twenty fifth relatively quick. And then got my act together and was able to descend pretty well and feel pretty good at the end. But um, I think it was just lack of suitable training for that. I think I got down to Cone Peak, which is a 5,000 foot peak we have down in a Big Sur, once for a training run. But I think I needed more of those sustained climbs, which we find it difficult to get here in the Bay. Also, we haven't really got a chance to go out to Sierra Nevada this year to get those big sustained climbs out with Mammoth, um, out with Tim Tolfs and the Mammoth and whatnot, because of the snow we've had this year. So I think it wasn't ideally trained going into that. Broken Arrow I went into because I just loved that race yeah. and um, it was definitely more of a training run for that. I did the VK on Friday and then uh, Broken Arrow the 52 on Saturday and uh, I did not grow up with snow. The course that was 50% of <laughs> yeah. snow. I was I thoroughly enjoyed the alpinist, alpinism of like getting the poles <laughs> and hiking up KT22 but on the flats and descents I was completely lost and it was Definitely uh, straight into baptismal fire there. It was, uh, it was an interesting experience. But um, I so think. So then CCC and how, how have you yeah, gone I think through CCC? Well, I think I, ra I was racing too much early in the year, so I eased off over the next two months going into CCC. I was really well prepared into that. Mm -hmm. And I went back to my more patient approach of a first 40k more reserved. And then I was back in 30th, so I think I might have left it a little bit too late and mm -hmm. fought up to 14th by the end. But I think I could have done another 10 miles in that race. Then it's a quick turnaround to TNA. Mm -hmm. um, so I took a couple of uh, two, three solid weeks off. And then I haven't been doing crazy long distance training for this, but I've been trying to work on speed and on tempo climbs. So a lot of tempos up TAM and a lot of cross country, which I've really enjoyed this year. And it's been nice to turn the feet over like that. Because then um, this is all still quite new to me in terms of like how, like, how fast I can run. So you ha are a local. Mm -hmm. And of all the folks we're speaking to, you can probably give the best perspective on the course changes this mm -hmm. year. Mm -hmm. um, so with the, um, I'm really excited for the last for the last edition for the uh, the last three miles of road and trail into the city, because it's pretty amazing that we have this unique opportunity that we have this huge, amazing trail system right next to a, this, one of the most famous cities in the world, like San Francisco, and getting the finish across the bridge. I think it's pretty spectacular for the like the 90% of people doing this race who are not from San Francisco. 
I think for the ex we have one extra climb at the start um, when we start out at Sausalito, so lad like 500 to 1,000 feet to the race. People were suggesting that it might be a slower race because of that this year, but I think we're going to be able to turn over that last five or six miles from Marinchello onwards. And do you think that's well. going to be possible with, uh, I don't know what the current situation is going to like what they talked about yeah. in terms of blocking off the bike path? So, or, it's going to be interesting crossing that mile and a half to two mile of uh, of tourist laden sidewalk. <laughs> Do you think there's going to be an advantage like, if there's a close race? Like last year, there was Zach and Hayden like yeah. just going pretty close at the end to being that the second guy, runner, kind of like a snowshoeing or something yeah, like that, yeah, where yeah, you can be yeah. in the tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of cycling style. Um, I, I, it's going to be difficult for everyone involved in that because of um, because. There's going to be a lot at that time of the day. If this weather holds up, actually, it'll be really quiet in the bridge, so that uh, that could be quite nice. So 60 and uh, sunny is not so ideal for that. It's not ideal for that. The tourists <laughs> are going to be out. The selfie sticks will be out in force. But uh, no, I'm pretty confident they're going to have they're going to have a lot of volunteers in the bridge and whatnot. Um, people will be guiding aware. people and making yeah. people aware of the race. Yeah. But that's going to be a fast finish because then that last mile we hit some trail and some stairs onto like three quarters of a mile of flat, fast fire road, kind of a our hard packed sand mm -hmm. into the finish line and it's one straight line as well so yeah. it's going to be mentally really challenging kind of as well for the guys racing against each other who go, like who goes first who's chasing sounds like an awesome like classic cross country yeah. finish yeah exactly so speaking of cross country um i've been telling everybody who will listen to me about your performances recently <laughs> yeah. very, i'm one of those people very competitive yeah. <laughs> area cross country scene and patty has been destroying it this season yeah. Um, you've been mixing it up with guys who are as fast or faster than most of the guys that you're going to yeah. be racing against yeah. this weekend. You also mentioned that you like to employ sort of a conservative approach. Yeah. In cross country, you don't. You, yeah. just, you love to just go for yeah, it, which is from awesome. The start. Are you tempted at all to try and hang on or hang closer to the Hayden and Zach train based on the fact that you've been running so well recently? Um, I think having all of that, I don't think so. I think because I have that turnover, I think I'm standing a very good opportunity of when we get into the last 10-15 miles of the race. If I have that legs and that turnover, I'm going to be able to put on, I hope I'll be able to put on a pretty fast time from, uh, from Marinchello onwards to the finish. So I, I want to be in that position where I'm chasing people down and uh, capitalizing on the carnage that's inevitably going to be ahead. Mm -hmm. um, I am tempted by all means, but I think from my Transvacania experience, I think... Uh, I'm still learning a lot about my body because I'm quite new to the sport. Um, I think at the moment the kind of more conservative approach is the stronger approach for me. I think. We'll look forward to seeing that out there this weekend, Patty. Yeah. Thank you so much. Cheers. Thank you. Good luck. Buddy. Cheers.